Hey there everybody, this is MJ coming at you with another Captain America Comics review. This time I'm talking about Captain America Comics number 12. And uh, this one is, um, it's a really good one actually. Uh, I had a lot of positive to say about it. The, gosh I wish I could get rid of that bar at the top there. Can I, can I suppress this? So, how about hide? Hide bar? Anyway, sorry about that. For you watching the video version, you'll know what I'm talking about. For you watching or listening to the audio, you won't know what I'm talking about, but that's okay. Anyway, so, Captain America Comics number 12, uh, Lee has taken over. He is now credited on the first inside page with uh, being the editor. Uh, it says up in big, bold letters, NEW! DIFFERENT! EXCITING! Which reminds me of the uh, all-new, all-different Marvel, which uh, I guess, I don't know that that started with him or what, but, uh, it's definitely, definitely there, and it's, uh, an interesting tactic to take that, hey, you know what, yeah, me and Simon are gone, but it's gonna be all new, or it's gonna be new, it's gonna be different, and it's gonna be exciting. Last issue, we gave you everything that we, that those guys gave you, and this time, we're gonna give you something a little different, so, the only two things I see that are new and different, uh, <laughs> and I'm not sure are exciting, is that instead of getting three or four cap stories, we got two. Now, it's, 41 approximately pages of uh, Cap and Bucky adventure, which is good, and the stories were good, but then it kind of goes on to these other things, and uh, I was all excited because they were saying that they were introducing this imp character. I noticed that on the Mike uh, Mike's Amazing World, uh, and then also it says here um, in the contents, and does it even say on the cover? Oh, let me see. It's got to be a better way to do this. Yeah, let me see. Even on the cover, it doesn't really say anything about that, which is fine, because I thought, oh, the imp is going to be this amazing new, you know, cap villain that I've never heard of, and it'll be so cool to get, in. it's not that, it's not that at all, uh, anyway, I'll, I just skip the imp, because it's a silly character, which is fine, silly's okay, but, you know, just, I wasn't expecting that, anyway, uh, so, yeah, Cap and Bucky, uh, have adventures, um, it's a crime story, and with some mystery in it, of course, and then the other story is, uh-oh, Pygmies of Terror, and then the other one that I actually think I liked better, oh yeah, it was this Mexican one, uh, it's like Political Intrigues with, Intrigue with Raza the Rebel, uh, that was actually a lot of fun, um, so there's this weird thing where, like, we get a little bit more of a, a, net, a meta-narrative going on here, uh, this is Cap and Bucky, uh, looking over a case file and shining a light on the story in a preview, of what's going to happen, and talking about how exciting it's going to be, and how much people are going to love it, and this is kind of weird, uh, I hadn't expected that, and I feel like there was something else in the, uh, the Pygmies of Terror story that didn't quite, or that was a little bit, um, like meta, and I'm not really a fan of that, but whatever, uh, so, you know, I think, uh, that, Avison is doing a pretty good job here, and Lee's doing a good job. I like Lee. I just, I do. Sorry. Um, but, interesting, I noticed artwork by Al Avison on Raza the Rebel. Uh, artwork by Al Avison on Pygmies of Terror. So this is all him. And there are some things I do not like in the artwork. Uh, did Sid Shores ink this cover? I don't know. Cap's mouth is too darn red, and Sid Shores never done that before. Uh, so I wonder if that's Avison doing all the work here, carrying the whole thing as far as the visuals are concerned, and it's just Lee writing, um, I don't know, and I, I didn't look that up, uh, but, like, there's just some weird stuff, like, this little promo thing for Sentinels of Liberty, uh, gosh, I don't know, they look bad, like, look at, look at that finger, look at those fingers coming together on Bucky's hand, uh, and, like, on the right, 
or his right hand, uh, it's like melting in different places. And I, I don't know if that's just, if that's bad inking or if those lines were bad, but his, his like, his face looks super weird. Uh, maybe this was super quick and, and it was a, like a small drawing and they had to scale it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the excuse is, but it looks pretty bad um, in some places, which is strange because in other places it looks perfectly adequate. Um, I liked a lot of the visuals going on, uh, and it was definitely new and interesting. There's like, we have these people being shrunk to like a foot high and it even happens to Cap and Bucky and they got to fight a cat and stuff. And it's just, it's really, you know, imaginative and neat. So it's not like the creativity is gone. Uh, and I, again, I don't know, is that Lee? Is that, um, Avison? Uh, supposedly, I, I don't know how long Lee was doing the Marvel method, but he'd basically say, hey, this is my idea, do something with that. The artist would come and construct a story uh, off of the skeleton, and then Lee would fill in the words afterwards and you know, put thought bubbles in to contextualize things. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I kind of object to that, but, I mean, it, it produced good stories, so who's to say? So, like, I mean, you got weird stuff, like, man, Cap's eyes here, Bucky's eyes, like... I don't know, just, uh, kind of weird, weird, uh, quality, um, then there's stupid stuff, like, in my opinion, uh, when they're fighting Dr. Crime, he is getting knocked over, and they actually number the little bubbles showing what's happening to him, and it says that, you know, he staggers, and then he topples, and then he falls, which, you know, that's kind of a Lee thing, he'll tell you in word bubbles or captions what's happening that you can see with your own eyes, but it gets even worse than that, uh, where, uh, Avison, I guess, or somebody numbers these, they, they add a sequence to the bubbles to show you what's going on. And I'm pretty sure, yep, there's the railing. There's him falling from the railing. There's him hitting the floor. I would have been able to tell that without the captions. Um, like, so it's not that the art is bad. It's like there's a lack of trust in the reader, maybe, that uh, they wouldn't be able to piece it together themselves. But then again, there's cool stuff. Like, there's concentric circles coming out from each of these little bubbles that's popped in there showing what's happening to him, almost as if it's like, Oh, like it gives you the sensation of being dazed and confused like this guy is as he's tottering after getting whacked by the shield and then falling to the floor. So like, it's a mixed bag. It's good. Uh, fundamentally, it's good. But then like, there's no trust in the audience and it's kind of stupid that they added the, the bubbles for, for the time. Um, but again, like <laughs> Cap and, and Bucky get shrunk to being tiny, which that's, they're like six inches high, dude. They're not 12 inches high. Anyway, uh, with that, how big that hand is, um... And it's just cool because, like, look at that. I mean, he's a giant. They're fighting a giant. Um, it's like reverse Gulliver's Traveler or, or um, well, is that Lilliput where there's the little, the little guys? Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but, like, it's just, it's cool and it's fun. Like, I really love the idea. And it was just, uh, it was just exciting. Um, like, it's, there's, it's hilarious and it's fun and it's cool. And it's like, oh, how, how are they going to get out of this? They've never been in a situation like this. This is really exciting to see. Um, but then you have, you know, like, this shoe that they're getting kicked with, uh, it's got cool uh, shading on it, but then there's like a, uh, I don't know how you call this, like a brightness bubble or pop or whatever that's supposed to be colored or inked, you know, white to show shine, and that's not on there. Uh, it, it, the inker just went over and covered covered that, so I don't know, not great. Uh, but what was great is like, there's this great <laughs> uh, page, it's a single page of Cap fighting with this Razo dude, um, this Mexican, <laughs> this awesome Mexican dude, uh, this rebel, and uh, it's just, it's super cool, like, they're grappling, they're tussling, they're tangling, they're all over the place, and uh, it looks so fun, and it's so dynamic, and uh, it's fantastic. 
like everything on it. The figure work, the shading, the just the dynamism, the motion, the dialogue's a little cornball, but you know, it's fun. Um, but then again, there's weird stuff like allegedly Cap and Bucky made a raft while they're chasing these guys. These guys who knocked them out and then ran off uh, in their super, you know, in their fast, high powered car, and then they ran off in this direction towards this swamp citadel or whatever, and then Cap and Bucky bought, uh, used the car that they had been given uh, for this particular job, and they, you know, drive off real quick to go. Uh, follow after them and then they take the time to make a friggin' raft like that's that's just silly it's goofy um <laughs> the, the bad guy Razo calls cap a meddling gringo which just tickles me to no end um but uh, oh you know what? i forgot to grab the cutaway so i was one more thing that they uh aped from uh everybody's man uh from the king kirby is that uh there was this they were fighting these Chinese people on the high seas, and they had a ship that looked like a like a warship carrier submarine type thing that looked like a dragon. And there was this awesome cutaway of it, um, you know, detailing stuff about the ship. And uh, Avison did that again with this swamp citadel, but it doesn't it doesn't get the show, which is too bad uh, because that was a really neat uh, a really neat look. And anyway. That's that's just too bad that we don't get to see that. But you know, I can I can live without it. I'm gonna be okay. Uh, it's not a problem for me. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's that's mostly what I have to say about uh, this issue. Um, and I'm gonna say I'm just gonna kind of close up now, which is you know this is a definite recommend. Like uh, I'm gonna get to this, and I might do a separate little uh, super short episode uh, where I talk about these old, these vintage Captain America comics, uh, where I'm basically gonna do like a hard sell for them. And, uh, I don't want to do that right now, but I, I do want to say that even though, you know, Kirby and Simon have stepped away and now it's Lee and looks like Avison, and I don't know if he's going to be the main artist in the next issue too, which issue 13, uh, which is the Pearl Harbor issue, the post Pearl Harbor issue is the last Cap comic I'm going to read for sure. Uh, honestly, I was a little bit compelled to, uh, check out other stuff because there's this promo page within uh this book talking about the fact that they've got the human torch submariner which is namor uh this angel guy who i don't really care about because he's not in the you know main marvel universe um and that's just how i roll uh patriot i don't know who that is terry vance I, that means nothing to me uh jimmy jupiter sounds like a fun name but i'm probably not going to check him out and then last but not least is vision so like uh part of the reason that i turned back from reading uh, Fantastic Four and Spider-Man to read, you know, these Cap comics, these old Cap comics, is because I really like digging into the roots of stuff and getting into the guts of stuff and, like, kind of, well, like I said, the roots, learning the history a little bit of some of these things, and it just fascinates me. Like, hey, you know, Cap, you know, is pulled in from the ice uh, in the 60s. He's, like, he starts off in the Avengers, I think, is where he gets pulled in, and it's like, well, why did that happen? And how did he get into the ice? And I looked into it, and it doesn't. It, it looks like that was retconned, and um, which is fine. I'm not mad at it. It's just uh, funny that it's like, hey, you know, we had all these old characters. We had this, uh, you know, in the Fantastic Four. Four, obviously, they're using Human Torch. It's a different Human Torch, but the idea, like the first Marvel comic, Marvel Mysteries, I think, was a Human Torch comic. And so seeing that. Uh, I was kind of interested in like, hey man, maybe, or seeing this page, it reminded me, man, 
you know, Submariner is like a big part. He becomes, you know, Namor is part of the Fantastic Four's lore and story, and I think he had his own book at some point. Uh, he like shares a book with some other people uh, at at you know the time in the forties, in the early forties, uh, when this Captain America book is happening. But like, and I think specifically Human Torch and Namor are together in a lot of books. And there's even like a Kid Torch, uh, whose name is Toro, I think. So just like skimming through, I found all this interesting stuff. And it's like, ah, do I want to get bogged down and distracted by looking into all these other cool things? And you know what? The truth is maybe I will. So maybe after I do uh, this 13th episode talking about Cap, I might do, I don't know. I'll probably just read the comics, like I'll read another Torch story, because I read the Human Torch Android, or the Android Human Torch uh, origin story already, I might do that, then Namor, then Vision, and like, that's about it, you know, Human Torch, Submariner, Vision, I'll probably hit those before I move on to, uh, there's like a couple of little things, uh, looking through the Marvel Unlimited app that I found that are like, uh, fun things that'll move us into, uh, like getting introduced to major characters. Some of them look like they're in name only. Like, there's a group I found, uh, and I don't like, like, I've never watched a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and I really have no affinity for them, but, like, you know, I am Groot, so therefore I know Groot. Um, <laughs> so I thought, like, oh, you know, I wonder if this Groot is supposed to be the same character, or it's the inspiration for the same character, or if it's just a name. Because, uh, I think a lot of times they just, like, made up random names for stuff and said, yeah, uh, you know, that was kind of fun. And, hey, remember 20 years ago we did this Groot thing? Like, let's pull that back in. And who knows? Like, uh, I don't know when Guardians of the Galaxy started, so I couldn't say, and I have no idea if Lee would have been involved, or maybe it was a Marvel fan who came along and added Groot to the team, uh, because they read, a, you know, the old Groot comic, <laughs> you know, decades ago or whatever. Um, so, anyway, I'm interested in all that kind of stuff, so I'll probably... Uh, explore that so look forward to that um oh you know what though i do remember there's a couple more things i did want to check out so uh before i do on my way to getting to resuming fantastic four and spider-man and then possibly just going like in chronological release order uh i do plan on in the in-between time picking up uh like journey into mystery and astonishing tales and um tales of suspense and stuff like that to catch the first appearances of like uh, Ant-Man, Hulk, Iron Man, uh, Thor, because they all appear, I think they appear in each one of those books and then eventually they get their own books. Um, but I think first, most of them are pulled in like to the Avengers, then after that they get their own books. And I'm really interested to see that. And I'll probably, I won't do as extensively as I did with Cap where I read like, you know, 12 or 13 issues to get like a, a sense of a year's worth of being uh, a reader. Uh, in that time, checking these guys out, since, you know, they have such a rich history, and I really want to read more Fantastic Four and, you know, classic Spidey, uh, along with the others, I'll probably just do, like, two issues of those guys each, um, and then kind of go from there, so you have that to look forward to, but, uh, anyway, this is definitely recommend, like, I recommend the entire, uh, old cap, it's funny though, uh, you cannot get, it looks like through the Marvel Unlimited app, I don't know if this is a licensing or issue, uh, rights issue, you cannot get, um, like the full, I think there's like 70 or 80, um, issues of, uh, Captain America, um, Captain America comics, you know, starring Captain Bucky, and you can't get those, uh, all of them, you can get like one through, I think like 20 something, and then it jumps ahead, which kind of threw me off, but you know, I don't know, whatever, it's, it's their property, they can do with it what they want, but 
I don't know if you can find those through other means if you're like going to be super hardcore about it, but I wasn't able to, and therefore uh, that kind of encouraged me to just you know fish, you know, <laughs> is it cut bait and move on from there and uh, just be content with what I do have. So anyway, that's all for me. I'm signing off. Uh, make sure to go to mjmuniers.com and check out my other stuff. There's a support page there. I think there's even up in the links where there's podcasts and home and about and there's a support page. So if you want to help me out, you can support me. I would really appreciate it. Uh, I want to keep doing this and I want to keep, uh, you know, making money. And um, I actually have a comic that I'm trying to get made um, considering I, uh, I sent a script to an artist to see if they would uh, be interested in taking it on and doing an Indiegogo or something. So um, anyway, it's it's a... Well, it's related to my other interests, which are tokusatsu, and if you're interested in what tokusatsu is from a comics perspective, there's the Rise of Ultraman comics, which are good. I've read the first two of those and uh, reviewed them here, and uh, those were a lot of fun, very very compelling stuff, and I hope to do similar, but, you know, obviously unique uh, stuff in my own tokusatsu comics, and uh, yeah. Anyway, again, you can support me by checking out my stuff. Uh, I am a writer. I do have uh, poems and short fiction that I've put up there. And, uh, you know, I do need to add a writings button just so people can see all my stuff that I've written. So anyway, until then, uh, take care, folks. If you enjoyed this, like, comment, and share to help me grow. Don't forget to subscribe to keep current with each release. Chat with me on Twitter at MJ underscore scribe. Visit mjmunios.com slash podcasts to find the multiple feeds in which I analyze Star Wars, Tokusatsu, comics, and more. Visit mjmunios.com slash support for links to my Redbubble and Coffee pages so you can help me keep doing the things I do. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Until next time, be well, and may you find the strength to be the hero you needed in your most desperate hour.